This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt, the CEO of SOM International. Say hey, David. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. It's good to see you this morning. And uh, with Chad Bullard, he is the CEO of China Aid. Now, this is part two in a two-part series. Where we're talking about what we're referring to as the Mayflower Church. Now, the Mayflower Church was a group of believers that were in China who were forced out of China and China Aid was able to get them to South Korea. Then they were forced out of South Korea and China Aid was able to get them down to Thailand. And then in Thailand, they got arrested. And you can hear all the details in part one. You need to go back and listen to part one before you continue on with this particular podcast. But Chad, if they get deported back to China, our understanding is that they would be immediately brought under persecution, heavy persecution by the Chinese government. It's not even an option. So tell me if I left off anything and please pick up the story. I think you're right on top of it, Mark. That's exactly what happened. They were the church was such a concern for the Chinese government party that uh, they created their own task force to go after mm. the Mayflower Church. That's that's how oh, wanted wow. they were. And so at this point, we have them in the infamous Thai prison, and everyone's separated there. Women and children are on one side, and then the men are in the other side. And so then we start the negotiations. We start working with the government. We start working with the with the State Department, who we already had a relationship with there in Thailand, in Bangkok, with the U.S. Embassy. And we're okay. just letting them know that this is a severe threat. We had a lawyer on the ground there. And then, of course, we needed pressure from the State Department here in the United States. We needed Blinken mm. to get a hold of somebody there and, and let's make this decision because we cannot afford to have them going back to China. So that's what right. we did. We started about a 48-hour process of working directly with the State Department, with the White House, with Congress, with senators around the clock. Uh, they were writing letters, and so we started seeing some movement on on this church. And so we were communicating with the pastor who was also in prison, but he was right. leading his men. He was leading everyone there. He was having Bible studies, and then, of course, he were, we were able to, of course, smuggle a phone in there. So he was able to translate into Thai. So he started inviting the other people that were in prison to join the worship services in there. And so— Wow. Literally, they were in there having a party, worshiping twice a day. They led people to Christ. They were able to baptize people in there, in the wow. prison. It, it was it was incredible. Absolutely incredible divine moment for the church there in prison. Okay, so they're, they're sitting there in prison. They're under the threat of being deported back to China. I mean, we've heard these stories many times as believers get pulled into prison that, that, that God used that as an opportunity for the gospel to move forward. Then, Chad, tell us what, what happens next. So, of course, we're working with the State Department. We're trying to figure out everything under the sun to try to get them out. So then the Thai government contacts the U.S. government and says that they need $65,000 and they will release them back into Thailand. So okay. the only caveat to that was you can't wire money into Thailand that much money without somebody being at risk. Hmm. And so we had to figure out a plan and it had to be cash and they wanted then they wanted cash money. So they didn't even want it from a wire. They wanted cash money. So that left us with one option, State Department possibly pay it if they had 65000 over in Thailand, which they didn't have. Or we have to figure out a way as China aid how we can do it. So... I literally picked up the phone, contacted another pastor, 
and I said, Pastor Bill, you're at church. This was on a Sunday morning. See if you can do this. We can provide the funds. We can go to the bank. Is there any way that anybody in your congregation could carry money? Because we can't carry more than $10,000, so we're going to need six to seven people. Within two hours, we had six to seven people ready to be carriers into Thailand with cash so we could get them out. Wow. Yeah, that that quick. Wow. So then, all right, so you get six or seven people carrying $10,000 each into Thailand. And then did that? Did they get released right away? And, and where did they go? So miraculously, we didn't really want to put these people in jeopardy. That was kind of our last resort because you're hauling money. Yes, I was going to get it declared through uh, the DFW airport. But once we got on that side, we would need to work with the Thai authorities once we got there too. So we wanted to do the right thing regardless. And these were families. They had young kids. And I mean, it was just devoted Christians who were willing to fight for the cause of human rights and freedom of religion. And literally we prayed about it. I had their church praying. We had literally probably in the thousands of people praying for this church. And the next day on Monday, they said, you know what? There's not going to be any money there. You don't have to pay anything. Really? Yes. So how did they come to that decision? They just decided they were working with the state department and the state department immediately sent people over there to process the paperwork uh, we were on the phone with them, and they sent people over there within 48 hours to uh, get a humanitarian parole for all 63 members. Okay, Chad, I think when we see places and stories, it's unbelievable. We need to comment on the power of prayer and how many people were praying for this situation. Absolutely. I mean, I mean literally, David, we had, I would say in the thousands of people, we were sending out messages to Congress senators, and then we were sending it out to com- whole churches. So we had them praying on Sunday mornings. They were literally praying. There was churches in California praying. There was churches in Texas praying. Uh, We had people praying all over, and we were sending them updates as this thing was transpiring. So we had literally in the thousands praying for this church body. It was absolutely incredible to see. Yeah, and we're included in that. We definitely were praying and and everybody following China Aid. And and I just, yeah, I hope everybody listening is encouraged that prayer matters. And that's where we all start all the work of Christ. So just, yeah, thank you for talking about that. Hmm. So Chad, they they got released. What was the next step? Where did they go from there? So they were released and they were immediately escorted to the Bangkok airport there. And so we had our team to make sure that this was still on the up and up. You still don't fully know until you get on that plane that's headed to the United States. And so we had some of our employees there. We had people on the ground and we made sure that they were escorted right over there. And then also there were several people from other countries and um, United Nations. There were several other people that came in on this at-risk mission. They didn't even know the extent to where they were going. They were just provided by the U.S. government and other governments as escorts, and they were employed by the U.S. government to escort them back to the United States. Well, we have we have to run to a break, and I want to hear the rest of the story when we get on the other side of this brief break that we're going to take. So we're here with Chad Bullard from China Aid, and we're excited to hear what God is doing through their ministry. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Every Sunday in America, Over 60 million people freely walk into the doors of a church fellowship. But not everyone enjoys this kind of social freedom. Christians face harassment in 145 countries around the world. Some even give their lives today because of their faith in Jesus. Persecution is harsh. Women and children are the most vulnerable of all people groups. 
be inspired that your family in Christ is boldly sharing love and hope despite local officials doing everything they can to silence them. In fact, let me assure you that our prayers today bring them comfort and love. Thank you for standing with our persecuted family. To stay informed and to help assist, go to spiritofmartyrdom.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International and with Chad Bullard. He is the CEO of China Aid. Now, we just want to pick up the story right where we left off. This church, the Mayflower Church, had gotten on a plane coming to the United States. Chad, tell us the rest of the story. What happened when they got to the States? Where are they now? Uh, what's the status of this local fellowship? Absolutely. So they literally uh, were escorted onto a plane with some of them were barefooted. I mean, they did not have anything because once they were arrested for that, that week there, they didn't have anything, no clothes, no nothing. So, I mean, literally they went with the clothing on their back, jumped on a plane, had some escorts. But what was still even concerning for them is that they've never experienced true freedom. So Pastor Pan was, was talking to me and we're going back and forth. Will we really be free once we get to the United States or does the communist, the Chinese Communist Party, can they still arrest us once we hit the soil of the United States? And I'm like, no, that has never happened. Once you get on American soil, you are free. As a matter of fact, if you're on an American carrier and that door shut, you're in the United States. And so they felt some relief. Uh, I met some of them up in New York. And I mean, literally, they were kissing the ground as they got off the plane. It was just wow just incredible because they'd never experienced freedom. And, you know, their majority of these are in their thirties and early forties, these church members. And so just, just almost in the total shock that they were actually in the United States because they just didn't know if it would happen, but yeah. So we were able to get them into Texas and that's where they're currently at now. Yeah. Praise the Lord, Chad. And a few things I just want to point out that I think you're really painting for us is one is just that comment about freedom. You know, I think you, you look at the these believers who in the physical social world hadn't experienced freedom ever in their life. And yet freedom was in Christ and free and those who are in Christ are free indeed. And as we persevere in that, as we walk in that, that freedom comes. I mean, we know for some, like in Hebrews 11, that's in heaven. Mm. But the Lord does offer us seasons that we can experience these slices of heaven, certainly, and the beauty of the freedom of Christ. So thank you for painting that. The other thing I, I really hear in the story, Chad, again, that I want to touch on is the teamwork involved. And I want to encourage all the listeners that, you know, here we are with State Department people, and you need good people there. You need, good, obviously, good heart clean-hearted people in Thailand. And I'm sure if we had more time, you'd talk about who God used there, your staff, um, other associate ministries. And it was this massive teamwork. That's the body of Christ. And that's why at Yaris Radio, we like to talk about that wherever God's put you, God's called you to be an influence and a leader in your profession, in your calling, so that you could contribute to truly the freedom and the maturity of Christ in this world. So thank you for sharing that. And I think at this point, Chad, let's go on to tell you about what's on your heart for current issues, what's going on, and then how people could pray and be involved. Yeah. So I, I think for us, as as obviously the, the, the world is changing very, very rapidly, and I think most everybody would agree. I, I think for just for our organization, I think it's it's prayer. We could use as much prayer as possible just because of everything that's going on. So the more work we do, the more threats and whatnot we get as an organization, including Bob. Bob receives lots of threats. I mean, he's had hundreds of people at his house. 
Uh, he gets threatened in hotels and different things. And so I think that for us, it's just prayer over our organization that God continues to lead the path for religious freedom. And we want to just continue to get, get stronger and stronger as an organization to expose, encourage, and equip the people of China and, and religious freedoms and persecution. What are some of the biggest challenges facing the persecuted church in China right now? I think the biggest, the biggest challenge is that the threats are getting more and more. And so we're used to see, okay, you'd have an underground church and it's operating. Now it's, you got surveillance, you have social media. The Chinese Communist Party has so many different ways to spy on people. There's over 200,000 internet police alone. And so to do anything secretive over there, you have facial recognition. You have so many different things. And so the challenge for them is just freedom, just freedom to even pray, freedom just to worship. And so it's, it's super challenging right now because the threat has been up so much over the last, even the last year. So, Chad, how do you see the leaders of the underground church over in China responding to this? I mean, how are they preparing their people? So actually, they're getting stronger. That's what's happening is the body of Christ is getting stronger and stronger. And I mean, just having my time spent with these 63 Mayflower Church, it was so inspiring because they were all leaders. They all had a role. Some were teaching the kids. We had cooks. We had different people that cleaned. They had some that worked and did the gardens. I mean, everybody was doing their role and leading. And that's what we're seeing in China. Everyone is stepping up and leading in a big way. And they're leaning on Christ for that divine, that Holy Spirit just to move. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a movement with the Holy Spirit in China in just a mighty, mighty way. So if our listeners wanted to get involved in these human rights issues, to be an advocate, to be a, a sponsor, a supporter, what would they do? How would they get involved? Yeah, they can reach out to us. We do different things every year. So we do banquets. We're, we're hosting an international religious freedom conference overseas this year in September. There's multiple ways they can get involved. They could be a prayer partner. They can be a sponsor. Uh, we even have them sponsor a family, let's just say, for a kid's school for a season. If they wanted to sponsor for six months, because we're still supporting the Mayflower Church right now until they can get out on their own. And so just little things like that. We're in the process of buying them vans, getting them the driver's license, getting them work permits. So there's so many ways that they can do it, but they can get on, on our website at uh, chinaaid.org and shoot us an email and we will reach out to them. We have a development director that can reach out and just tell them everything that we have going on, different projects. Hey, Chad, I just have to say kudos to you, brother. And I'm just uh, calling out for our listeners to be praying for the great weight you're taking in your leadership with uh, China Aid. We're honored to be in partnership and kindred hearted with uh, China Aid and all you guys. And so let's stay in contact, brother. And thanks for your time you know, on these two episodes. It's been powerful. David, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Chad. Well, hey, uh, we want to encourage you to step out becoming a better leader in the kingdom of God. So we want to invite you to get involved with those who risk much for Jesus. And uh, just a couple of ways you can get involved. You heard from Chad about how you can get involved with China Aid. If you want to get involved with SOM International, you can sign up for our newsletter at atriskradio.com. We also uh, ask you to subscribe to this podcast or share it with a friend or leave a comment. We love to hear from our listeners. If you have questions we'd love to answer those for you on our program uh, you can you can contact us right through our website again that's at riskradio.com uh, lastly at risk radio and som international are 
mother, we're funded by you. We're supported as you sign up either to be a monthly donor, and you can sign up to be a monthly donor at spiritofmartyrdom.com, or as you buy books uh, in our bookstore, it's really exchanging a donation for a book, and that's at sombookstore.com. So we invite you to invite, invite you to visit all of those sites. Well, until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.